1: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA Member FDIC.
2: For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real
0: peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at Repcoservice.com. How much time? Till we're on. on
3: run. What? We're on the air right now. Oh.
1: I'm ready Good evening, I'm Ron Burgundy Here's what's going on
3: in your world tonight This is Sports Day With Badge and Sats.
1: For Kia Meet your muse with the all new Kia Sportage Welcome to Sports Day Gary Belcher, Scotty Sattler In the Sports Day studio today And if you're listening to us Through the Super Radio Network Great to have you on board Particularly those around Northern New South Wales and Lismore and Grafton. We have a lot of listeners, boys, uh, listening through 2GF in Grafton. Uh, Let us know you're safe. Uh, 0457 736 736, of course, across Southern Cross, Australia, and in SEN, if you want to get involved. That text number is 0457 736 736. Don't forget your name, how you're listening, and where you're from. And don't forget, grab the podcast of anything after the show, Sports Day Queensland or Sports Day New South Wales. Lads, what a massive day it has been in the world of rugby league. It's a game that keeps on giving, as we keep
3: saying, as we approach every season. Hello, listeners. Uh, Woogie Badge as well, and all our listeners in those very important areas that uh, that Jace just spoke about. Yeah, it has been a massive day, and I suppose most notably the, the decision by the NRL uh, to reduce Brandon Smith and Reese Walsh's suspension. So Brandon, is Brandon Smith, I should say, now available for round one, for the Melbourne Storm versus the West Tigers. And, um, yeah, it's, it'd be interesting to get your thoughts on zero four five seven seven three six seven three six. Are the NRL right in doing so, or have they missed missed the mark here? Badge,
2: what are you doing? Yeah, day, gents. Um, can I, first of all, just say um, I saw some of the – in northern New South Wales, where I'm based, I'm not in the studio once again, I saw the SES, the, the, the Surf Lifesavers, the, just the general community rallying and getting – just helping out people in need. There's a lot of people who've been displaced from homes and, and caravan parks and, and needed help. They've got nothing but their clothes on their backs and they were to, you know, helped out of their situations, taken to the local TAFE where it, an extraordinary amount of people uh, you know, donated items of you know, bedding and uh, clothes and shoes and food and drinks. It just went on and on to the point where I think they started knocking people back. Um, as far as uh, making donations goes, so it, it was an incredible thing to see, and I know it's going on in communities all over uh, New South Wales, and uh, and of course up in southeast Queensland, and uh, and we believe there's there's worse to come in some places. So, uh, well done everyone that's helping out there. Um, on the topic we we're just talking about, I I have not got an issue at all with Brandon Smith and Reese Walsh getting the same treatment as uh, Latrell Mitchell did in what? in getting a week off of their Suspension because the it was a, a very they were going to play in that game. They were both very likely or or almost certainties to play in that All Stars game, and it counts as a game. So I I can't see what the fuss is about. I've heard a few people say they shouldn't have let them. off. thought well, that would just be double standard. You can't you can't let Latrell off and not the other guys.
3: It did open a can of worms. We always thought it was going to set a precedence for some of those players that have got suspensions hanging over their head and and Badge yeah you and I and Jace, we spoke about this off air and we've both probably got completely different viewpoints and I I think the NRL have really dropped the ball pardon the punt in relation to this situation and and I think they always gathered that when Latrell was was going to get a discount on his suspension that this is always going to spike the other two clubs Melbourne and, and the Warriors to try and get their players off as well and I suppose my argument is that Latrell's was an on-field incident. So I can understand that NRL allow a one-week discount from an actual game, which is relevant. It's relevant to what happened when he was on the field. And with Smith, I suppose his defence is that the white powder that was in question was never tested. So there is a a form of defence in relation to that. We all seem to think we know what it is, but we actually don't know. Um, Well, factually, we don't know. where Reese Walsh, who was charged in possession... um, was very contrite uh, in the days after, which we all appreciated. But I, I I feel as though it's it's not relative to a suspension handed down to an on-field. Yeah, you know, I, I I don't think it's relative at all. I, I really feel as though the NRL should have said Latrell was an on-field incident. We understand we're going to listen to your case, and this is our decision. Unfortunately for Brandon, but most notably probably Reese Walsh. Hey guys, you brought the game into disrepute. And we're not going to stand for it. We're a game that wants to bring really good values to the community, and this oh, is the message we want to send.
2: I just can't understand why it's getting why why you wouldn't want the charity shield to count as a game. It's a really important event. It's a game, and the, the, and he got a one game. Did he get one or two game suspension? Whatever it was, Brandon Smith from his club. Yeah, two. I it, think it's a One from his. All they're doing is saying you've got NRL games, you've got Origin games, you've got tests, and we're going to count these as well. This as well, the 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 charity. Show. Oh, sorry, the All Stars game as mm. well. But like, don't you think, boys? It's
1: important. That, don't you think they're different offences? Like one was on the field, one was illegal. And I'm talking about Reese Walsh's here. One of them broke the law. So what? What badge? Oh, yeah. And he, and he dealt, got dealt with. And by what badge is
3: saying? I suppose I'm just reading between the lines. Is it whether you're given one game or ten games, because it's deemed as a really important game on the calendar. It needs to be used as a game now.
2: As a game, it's the, like our argument that you make state of origin worth two and tests worth three, whatever. It's suspensions, you know, they're looking to look at that, but they've just basically said, yeah, it's a game. It's a really important game, and it's going to count.
3: Mm. Well, I think they, I could, think they really could have drawn a line in the sand in relation to separating the two, um, and
2: it, off off field and on off field off field
3: and on field. Yeah, just to send a really strong message. And basically, it's it's a form of dictatorship. It's more more or less just saying we're not going to stand for it. I don't think it sends a really good message at all. But in saying that, um, you know, there has been some arguments today, Badge and, and Woogie and listeners, where people have said, oh, hang on a sec, If well, that means if you're not Indigenous and you're not uh, Māori, that you don't get the chance to serve a suspension like a Cam Munster, for example. Well, Origin is used in that situation. Victor Radley was going to be chosen last year, he was able to use an Origin match as one of his suspensions. Yeah, and, yeah. and
2: Kiwi players and, and non Queenslanders and New South Welshmen, uh, uh, you know they can't serve their time Mm. in origin, can they? Because they're they're not eligible. So it works both ways. Look, I know we, you know, we uh we disagree on a lot of things, Sats, and once again, two from two. Yeah, welcome back. Two nights back, and uh, (laughs) it's on. And once again, seriously, like my mum used to say, it's just my opinion, but I'm right. Yeah,
1: that's right. Uh, And how (laughs) dare we challenge that? Uh, By the way, let's let's ask uh, Melbourne Storm CEO Justin Rodsky, He'll be on the show shortly. Uh, Hook Griffin. I Anthony reckon he'll Griffin. think
2: it's it's a right decision.
1: Yeah, I think he'll think the it's absolutely honky-dory. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Anthony Griffin, Dragons coach, one of our favourites, will be joining us as well. A lot of uh, uh, Dragons supporters listen to the show. Tom Decent, great bloke from the Sydney Morning Herald, broke the story today about death threats towards Ashton Agar. He will join us live from Pakistan. He'll be out training with the Australian cricket team and oh. and we want to get your thoughts on the whole uh, Brandon Smith and 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 the the one week suspension being brought back now and, and including the All Stars game. What do you think, listener? 736? I think I
3: suppose the argument also, which Ricky Stewart has been quite vocal about as of you know the last twenty four hours, was that before the All Stars game they asked whether Jordan Rapana, who's got a service suspension for a drink driving offence, was asked whether he could use the All Stars game. Uh the NRL said uh, for more reports said no. And so he said to Jordan Rapiner, Well, you can go and play in it. And Jordan Rapper now has a suspension from that game for a shoulder charge on David for Uh so yeah, he's he feels as though that it's it's sending mixed messages because you know, he inquired before the All Stars match, wasn't granted the same Yeah. You know, he should have. The Should same leeway, absolutely, yeah.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Rightio. uh, we're going to go to a break in just a moment because Justin is uh, standing by. Happy birthday, uh, 40th birthday, All Steelers fans. They play, what, played their first game yesterday, yesterday 1982.
3: 1982. against
1: Penrith. Well, when did the Raiders play then? Well, they same, would have been,
3: they would have been this have been on
1: the Same weekend, might be tomorrow. Oh, yeah. the, Raiders the Raiders miss out again, don't they? Uh,
3: oh, oh, Ricky's the right. College. bad seeing <laughs> that you're a Raiders <laughs> legend, I would have thought you would again. have known the
1: history of the club. Well, you played in that first game, didn't you, Badge? No, I didn't. Oh, okay. oh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't what? go to the <laughs> '86. I know that.
1: All right, let's get to a break. Just, yeah. uh, Justin Rodsky, the CEO of the Melbourne Storm, joins us next on Sports Day. For Kia, meet your muse with your new Kia Sportage. Got something to say? Text us anytime. 0457 736 736. This is Sports Day
3: with Badge and Sats.
1: Welcome back to Sports Day. Badge and sats for your Tuesday nights. Big news around today uh, regarding those players who misbehaved in the off-season, having their suspensions reduced by a week to take into account the All-Stars game a la Latrell Mitchell, but his was an on-field incident. i caught yeah, told mate. you it's okay. Okay, well, Brandon Smith is the guy we're talking about. He'll be alright for for round one. Uh, let's find out from the CEO of the Melbourne Storm what he's thinking. Justin Rodsky, you must be uh, pretty pleased with the NRL's decision today.
4: Yeah, it certainly was. Obviously, we've, we've got round one coming up against the Tigers. We had three players suspended uh, off the back of last year from a disciplinary point of view, and then we had Harry Grant in the preliminary final, so uh, to be going into that game without those four players is always going to be a challenge for us so to now have Brandon Smith available that's a pretty a pretty handy inclusion and uh, you know our submission to the NRL along with the, the warriors uh, with Reese Walsh um, was around consistency in terms of uh, comparing obviously the, the, the Terrell Mitchell case and then uh, the example here so the difference between the judiciary and the dis- disciplinary hearings was was the key factor and Ultimately, Andrew Abdo and his team decided from a discretionary point of view that uh, that they needed to be consistent and uh, yeah, we're the beneficiary of that. So it's great news.
3: Yeah, Justin, for, for a club that's been at the forefront, I think, for a number of years now, especially since Craig's been there, surrounding club values, principles, uh, a lot of clubs, they really look up to replicate the Melbourne Storm in relation to their discipline on and off the field. There's making a submission yep. regarding the suspension for, for an off-field um, incident, um, does that go against what the club stands for off the field?
4: Yeah, look, we certainly were mindful of that. And when we look at it, um, you know, the All-Stars game from a a Maori or an Indigenous point of view um, is such a significant game on the calendar and it has so much importance. And, um, you know, for Brandon not to be available for that, you know, we felt that that was of, you know, of significance and it was something that, you know, for him is a very proud thing for him to be involved in. So for him to miss that um, was significant. And, and he certainly, and I'm, I'm not sure if you've seen, you know, what he said in, in the club statement, but he was conscious of that. He's still very mindful of the fact that, you know, he's, he's earning back respect both, um, you know, within the Melbourne Storm community, but also the broader NRL community. So by no way from our perspective was this, um, you know, making light of anything to do with what happened off the field last year um, it was more to say that you know Brandon served a one match suspension uh, through missing that All-Stars game which for him holds a lot of significance and importance.
3: Was it always going to be a situation where you would make a submission before the Luttrell um, decision or were you always going to, to go along those lines even before Luttrell was given his, uh, his week off?
4: No, no, it wasn't something I'll be honest that we were thinking about before the Luttrell decision so that certainly um, was the catalyst to us uh, inquiring initially with the NRL and then ultimately uh, making a, a more formal submission around uh, the decision and how it impacts both us and also um, you know the Warriors and, and you know Cameron George uh, our Warriors CEO and myself and Frank Panisi had been in discussions about that and, and we felt that that, that a formal submission was was appropriate.
2: Were, were you, Justin, were you, was it important that you, you've, you've been seeing Brandon Smith and, and Cam Munster doing the right thing, head down, bum up, um, you know, trying to get their off-field lives back in order? Was that important for you to, to go to bat for him on this?
4: Well, look, it, not so much in terms of the two uh, being correlated together. Like, at the end of the day... You know, we were really big on the the penalties and the sanctions handed down to the players being around improving them as people um, because we know that when they do that, if they get the help that they needed and they understand what the triggers were to lead them to the behaviours that they did, uh, that they're going to be better people, which makes them better teammates, which will make them better players for the Melbourne Storm. So um, we're really confident that we've been able to put in place you know a number of different actions that will ensure that they they can do that. And you know, if you, you know, for Cameron Munster, I mean, you know, I'm sure you guys have seen the two trial games. He's been zipping around like an 18 year old. You know, he's my mm. first class. Um, you know, he's, he's a he's a new father. Um, you know, he's he's been a great positive influence around the club. And um, you know, he's well and truly learnt his lesson. And you know, we're now really hopeful that he can have a a great finish to his career over the next three, four, five years, um, you know, which will be incident-free off the field and he can be a real, re- real leader around the club and role model in the community because that's what both these guys are. And even when Brandon goes to Sydney and plays at the Roosters, you know, we hope that what we've put in place for him here in Melbourne ultimately will help him... Um, you know, for the rest of his career, not just for the next twelve months, while he's a Melbourne Storm player, to see what he can do. Mm. Right
2: I'm just I'm just thinking back quickly to that grand final, like that preliminary final lost last year. Sorry, we'll get to cut you off. Um, Craig Bellamy says he's never going to get over it because it was it was there for the taking yeah. uh, to make the grand final. Proper. Yeah. How do you do the rest of the club feel? The same? Is it still hurting?
4: Oh, look, it is. I, I think that. When you look at the season with the minor premiership and obviously the 19 games equaling the you know, record from a win's perspective, and um, you know we probably couldn't have played much worse in that game. and uh, I think that the, the team and the club reflected on that. Uh, obviously we reviewed that and there's a whole range of things in the lead-up to the game during the game um, that we think we can do better. And so that's certainly going to fuel the fire for this year. Um, you know, we did lose Brandon early. We lost Welshie early in that match. There were some things that went against us, but we also were making uncharacteristic mistakes. And um, I think that we've put some things in place over the pre-season to hopefully ensure that that doesn't happen again. And, you know, all you've got to do now is focus on round one and winning one run, one And then, as they say in the cliche of, of sport, we've just got to keep winning to give ourselves a chance to play finals and then hopefully top four. And, and then from there, it's a new season. So... Um, we've got to make sure we've got that mentality the whole way through. And I think that's one of Craig's great great strengths. You know, he doesn't look too far ahead. He focuses on the next week and um, making sure that we're prepared and ready to go for that. So it did hurt the whole club. uh, No question about that. Uh, So we're certainly uh, fired up for this year and ready to hopefully make sure that we go one better next year and ultimately win that premiership.
1: Well, that unbeaten run in round one matches, Justin, you're up against the West Tigers. Uh, 7.30, yep. Saturday the 12th of March. Boys, do you think that might continue against the West Tigers at I Combank
3: Stadium? Now that Brenner Smith's
1: allowed to play, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, it'll it'll help. help. Certainly yeah. help, yeah. Alright, Justin Rodsky, CEO yeah. of the Melbourne Storm. Thanks for your time tonight on Sports Day.
4: Uh, great to talk to you guys anytime.
1: There you go. Justin Rodsky on Sports Day. We better get to a break, boys. Uh, thanks to Kia. Meet your muse with your new Kia Sportage.
3: Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats for Kia. Meet your muse with the all new Kia Sportage.
1: Welcome back to Sports Day. Uh, Badge and Sats here tonight on your Tuesday night. Hope you're having a good one. Get involved anytime. 0457 736 736. And I hope you're safe wherever you are listening tonight and you're nice and dry. All right, season preview, boys. We want to find out uh, what you think leading up to this season. We've got uh, how many more sleeps? Uh, carry the two. Was seven? Seven? Exactly? <laughs> seven? No, Make not. No, not. But I'm talking about sports days, sorry. Oh, sports day yes, shows. Yeah. So, but nine more real days. Six. That's correct. Oh, I don't know. Mm. Anyway, uh, nine days till the NRL season kicks off, and we are counting down to the season. The boys giving their predictions for 2022. Uh, we'll kick off tonight, shall we, with the 15th place North Queensland Cowboys. Who wants to go first? Yeah. I'll go first. Sorry. No you walk <laughs> right. yeah, so on. Win. So you go.
2: Yeah, righto. Uh, Cowboys, look, they're in a have been a bit of a holding pattern and didn't do much real flash last year and during the season uh, and late in the year Michael Morgan uh, they lost him. Um and I just haven't seen this club come good since Jonathan Thurston retired a few years ago. I'm struggling to make a case for them. To be much better this year, mm. um, th- they've they've added a few good players in Chad Townsend, uh, in particular Jermaine Torneo Brown. I like hiku but I think he's you know getting towards um, the end of his career. But uh, I'm I am struggling here to really make a case for this side doing a, a lot of damage in this competition to win half of their games. Um, just can't see it, and uh, you know, who. who Sets. have they lost anyone of note really? Uh the Josh only one McCoy i really moved look at, on during the year, didn't he? Yeah, he went Harper halfway Morgan.
3: through the season. The one I really think they've they've lost who's coming into I think will be career best form is Francis Milo, who's gone to the Dragons. Good front yes. rower, really good front rower and um he's probably the only one they've lost and as you said, Badge, the ones that they've gained, Tanua Brown's a really good signing. Chad Townsend's gonna to be good in relation to having that that guy on the field that that is just an extension of the coach. And mm. for more reports, we spoke at it in last night. Huge rugby league intelligence, um, but it's all going to come down to Valentine Holmes, who will play in the centres, and of course, young Hamiso Ifido, He's he's the one that's going to be able to set There's the some you know, strike out wide, isn't he? Yeah, they yeah. Have. And Murray
2: Tallangi is a is a good player as well, and, and Drinkwater, despite some defensive dramas, he can he's, he's quite creative. Uh, and Tommy didn't look. Oh, they've got some good players and some good finishes. I just don't know if they've got. Um, you know, enough leadership and strength around that club to, to get them into the, you know, at the, the business end of the, of the season.
3: Also come down to Tamalolo. Malolo. You know, we hear keeping in reports, both he and Coach Trotty Payton aren't on the best of terms. It's nothing yeah. where they where they show ignorance towards each other. They just don't, ha- don't have an open relationship uh, and feel comfortable in each other's presence. So, you know, that's going to be a big key in relation to the Cowboys. Oh, I... I don't think they change much. I think they finish. I've said they get the wooden spoon. Oh, but um, I think they're the bottom two.
2: Mm. Yeah, well, I, I hope for their sake they're not. No, I think they're, um, you know, I think they might win a, a few more games than 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 bottom two sets. But I. I I'd find it hard to put them maybe above 13th. Mm. That's probably where they're going to finish All right. um, this year, but unless they get off to a flyer and, and shock everyone.
1: So badge 13th, sat 16th, and one of your best mates is the Gee. coach. Yeah, I know. You're tough your to Like I said, well, I hope I'm wrong. We had a bet with Peter Bedell last week, $100. Is Not where you did.
3: I did. He said they'll finish top 10. Uh, so, oh, I hope it's $100 I have to pay. Top 10? Yeah. Look yeah, at. but Pepe Dell is very impressionable. He goes up there for a season launch and mm. and gets gets lost in all the fireworks and all the
1: mm. free canapés. Yeah, and so he, <laughs> and he comes away from it saying, "Oh,
3: they're going to
1: finish in the top 4." Yeah. Uh, they had nice pies and uh, he was he <laughs> yeah, was locked in. Yeah, certainly. Is. All right, last year's 13th place team, the West Tigers, Sats, your old club, uh good mate Madge Maguire coaching. They've got five captains. Hmm. How will they go in 2022? Oh, one captain's missing on round one. The other captain's out <laughs> till about
2: round 13, so they're down to did three. Did you have much to say about that when five captains yeah, were Yeah, we, and suddenly so our listeners did
3: actually. Did we what? <laughs> and also, one of their captains is a winger, so it's down to yeah. two.
1: Yeah. It's down and to two. Actually, I, Spud was the best. He goes, who's going to listen to a winger?
2: <laughs> oh, you know what the problem I've got is? The other eight blokes who aren't captains are mm. going to be filthy. How do exactly. we name five and I didn't even get in that exactly. group? Oh, you big dude. Well, they're
3: signings. So they They've been relatively active. Um, they've lost Mo Zumba is probably the the most notable loss to the Dragons. They've got Oliver Gildard, who's a an English representative, played for Wigan, only very tiny, but he's actually gone okay in the, in the centers, in in the trials. Jackson Hastings, for more reports, has had a huge influence on this playing group. Tyrone Peachy, I think, is the key. He's a really good player. He's a little bit different. He's out of the box. He's unpredictable. And I think the West Tigers can be too predictable sometimes, so I think he might be okay. Uh, the West Tigers, but uh, Tim Sheens will be could be their best signing. He could just be that leveller in between the playing group and also Michael McGuire. Do they improve from 13th? I don't think they do.
2: Yeah, I think they might, uh, marginally. I, I really like the looks of, um, uh, at the back, young Dane Laurie. And, uh, you know, they have got a bit of strike power. But uh, that creativity with Jackson Hastings, if that... Combination with Luke Brooks works. That could be mm. outstanding for them. Uh, take a little bit of pressure off Brooks. Hastings can run the show a little bit, but in particular, um, looks like he likes to carry the ball a bit as well, and 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 be nice to to be running on the outside of uh, their forward pack. Yeah, good. Yeah, quite good. Luciano Leuluai, big Otakamanu, who's you know in in line for rep honours, and um, Simpkin if he can get on, you know, stay in the park and little. A couple of good hookers there, and Alex Twelve, but I once again I don't see any major improvement in this in this West Tigers mm. squad. So um, have I got room for another one up around tenth or yeah, not? I'll look
1: at it eventually. So that's mm. this will be your eighth team and tenth spot. So you're happy <laughs> that's if, not you
2: you're happy you're going tenth. We've only done four teams. They've an improvement. He said 11th.
1: So that's Ten, up yeah. three spots. Nice. Okay, well done. Mm. What if all five skippers go down and, well, let's say four do and there's just the winger left, mm. right? It's a big decision. Do, do you pick another four captains? Can't Who are the captains? Because you can't give the coin to the you winger. You
3: can't let the winger actually physically run
2: the team <laughs> out before no. the game. And well, that's a which, token. Which, which winger is it? Uh, Ken Mommalo. Ken Mommalo? He's mm. only just come to the club. Yep. Adam Dewey.
1: That. Who else? Uh, uh, James Talmo. He's out now. So we're right. down to four spaces. Oh, he's out. Luke yep.
3: Brooks. Luke Brooks.
1: Is Luke Brooks a That's captain? True.
3: He's part of the leadership.
1: Yeah. yeah. Mm. So And, and they, they've actually commented that being a leader of the club is more important than being a captain. <laughs> right. What?
2: No, I know what that means. You should be a leader. You don't have to have the captain next to your name. But right. you need players that are leaders. But yeah.
1: Well, let's hope all um, their captains stay healthy. This is Sports right. Day for Kia. Thanks, boys. Well done. We'll look at teams twelve and eleven tomorrow night. We'll go back to, to an even team. Thanks to Kia. Meet your muse with the all-new Kia Sportage. Welcome back to Sports Day. Tuesday nights. Uh tell you what, this team's been pretty impressive in the uh in the trials so far. Two trials, two wins, including the first time in ten years picking up the charity shield. There is a rumour going around this. He uh, slept with the charity shield on Saturday night. No, you started that rumour, <laughs> Sats. Happen. Let's ask him. The St. George Illawarra Dragons coach, Anthony Hook Griffin on Sports Day. G'day, Hook.
0: How are you,
3: boys? Yeah, really good, Hook. And uh congratulations so far uh, over the last two weeks with the trials. It looks like you've got your, your team pretty much sorted by the looks of it. But when it comes to when it comes to yeah, you know, many say trials are just trials and you don't take much out of them, but as a coach did preparing for the charity sheen, charity shield, mean more than a trial for your squad?
0: Yeah, it is a little bit more, uh, since you know I've only been. This is my second one at the Dragons. The last year we we got comprehensively uh, flogged, and um, it uh, was a bit, you know, a bit of a, I suppose, an insight for me as to you know how both teams approach. Um, that, that fixture—it's it's got a lot of history, and it, it, it's a trial, obviously. And we play a lot of players, but it does have a little bit of a different feel to it than your, your normal run of the mill trial. There's a lot more, uh, you know, intensity, and and I think you know the first half last week was a pretty good quality game of footy, you know, whether it be a trial or not. It dropped away in the second half, but um, there was a good game of footy.
3: When you miss the finals and not winning a game after Barbecue Gate last year is even winning trials and when you miss the finals is winning basically just trying to become infectious amongst your team when you try and treat trials like regular season games
0: hook well, I think whatever you win at this level sats it's it's a good thing um you know, uh, uh, well coach once told me there's no such thing as a bad win no matter when it is and um uh, for us, obviously, we were terribly disappointed with the way we finished last year after putting ourselves in a in a pretty strong position, you know, up to round sixteen. So uh, that's been dealt with, and and I think the whole club dealt with it really well at the time. And um, but certainly, we've had a really good uh, off season, and um, so it was important that we transferred that into you know performances going into. Um, Round one, you know whether or not we won or not. We we started poorly against Parramatta and probably you know put ourselves in a position to lose that game. Um, you know, but last weekend we we got it right for long periods. So that that gives you a bit of confidence.
2: Mm. I'm just thinking about the club's proud history, Hook, and, and I know you've been there. You've you really got your feet under the desk. A full twelve months there now, entering into this second year, and it's it's so important at every club, but particularly the Dragons. Um, was there much said or done about in and around john rape raper's recent passing and his funeral
0: yeah there was badge we um we attended uh, the service yesterday and, and uh you know the whole thirty man squad and the coaching staff formed the guard of honor at the end for uh you know for chuck's um you know coffin and family uh which was a real honor and it and it um it was a special event it was at the s c g and um you know the players uh got a lot out of it and we spoke about it afterwards um you know Norm provens passing also you know you know last um i think it was november december uh, was a big thing mm. for our club as well and we're gonna we've gone on to both of those players at at, a, at a, a home games this year so um you know it it is it has got a, a, an enormously proud history uh, our club you know so um those type of things are, you know are held you know with the deepest respect
2: for sure and and you know a lot of those great players you throw in Reg Gasney, another immortal and they spend a lot of you know a lot of years at the club and all of their their, their top grade times at the club and then I, I look at your group of players we've been talking about this since late last year you've got this young exciting group of players most of them backs you know twenty 21 year olds um, how, how important has that been to, to keep them together? You know, has, has that been a priority for you and, and for the club? Because I just, you see these guys and if you can manage to do that and they they, they reach their potential, the, the club can just go ahead in leaps and bounds.
1: Yeah, it is,
0: it's really important. I think we've got most of them uh, done for at least the next two years. Um, so uh, it's, it, it is important and, you know, part of the, well, one of the most important important ways of building your list is from within, and if you can yeah. do that, it it, it 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 generates not only your culture, but economically, it, it's it's a lot easier to manage, um, and also you you know you know the players you know on a real deeper level because you know you've seen them since uh, 17, and you've given them their debuts and. Mm. They always appreciate that. So, we, we've done that probably, I think, about four times last year, the year before Ramsey and Max V Guy debuted. So, there is a crop of them coming through, and, and there's also a group there, badge like Lomax and Laurie and those type of guys that are still relatively young that, um, you know, yeah. have, have been at the club their whole life too. So, um, there's that. That group of of genuine homegrown players that are there, and and it's, it's it's super important for your club. You need a lot of juniors on your list to to win a premiership. That's been proven over the last you know eight to ten years. If you look at the stats, when you when you build a list, you've got to be able to grow your own team.
3: Now, hook, it's you know it's great seeing Jack Bird injury free playing the rugby league. That we we knew that he could always play after winning a comp with with the Sharks. You found a position for him in the back row. Where where will you focus on Jack Bird leading into the season, forming that back row combination, like he did on the weekend with Jaden Sewer?
0: Yeah, back row lock. Uh, Southy he, he spent some time in the centres or most of his time in the centres last year, and, and and last year I suppose the the project for Jack was just to get him back and play twenty odd games, which he did. Uh, he hadn't played hardly any footy for three years, so obviously he had a he had a. A pretty good start to the year, um, but it did no pre-season It was more rehabbing that 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 knee, and um, you know, it, it, without you know downplaying it, you know, it was, it was a season just to get him back on his on his feet more than anything. But now he's 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 confident, and his body is is a different person. Last year he's had a full off season. Uh, you know, he's really up and about and buoying and, and enjoying his football. You know, we can get him back closer to the ball where there's a higher work rate and and more involvement, um, so there's less pressure, uh, uh, um, more pressure on him. We're, we're just trying to keep keep him to limited um, game, you know, game involvement. And centre was a spot where he could handle without, you know, having to really, um, mm. you know, be under pressure for long periods of time last year. So, um, so he'll he'll play in the back row, whether it be in the middle of lock or um, or on an edge.
3: Being a Rocky boy, you know Ben Hunt better than probably anyone in rugby league outside of his parents. And I'm really impressed with what he did for you last week in the charity shield in the number seven jersey. He looks leaner, hook. He looks. He doesn't look as well as chunky and as muscly as what he's been throughout his
0: career. <laughs> I'll pass that on. So like that. <laughs> um, yeah, he was a chubby little hooker when he first um, <laughs> made to eleven. When I last you know, had something to do with him when he first came into first grade. He used to come on and waddle around and and play 20 minutes in the middle of the game. But, um, you know, he, he, he's a, the only thing I can say about Ben, I've known him a long time, is he's, he's a teammate you want. He's, he's a really honest uh, person. He's a great teammate. He's a tough competitor. As you said, he's got himself in, in great nick. And at this stage of his career, as all... You know, good playmakers do. They're at the peak of their powers with the knowledge of the game that they have, and it just comes a lot smoother and a lot slower to them. It's like, you know, I suppose playing a game of chess. Now they they know where to move the parts and and what you know what different shapes look like. And um, most good, you know, the good ball players, you know, like the Cronks and Thurston's and Maloney's and that type of guys. It was it was years thirty to thirty three or thirty four where they could really control the game and. Mm. And Ben's in that period of his career now And I think our most important thing is just You know, to keep our fingers crossed that he stays fit He only mm. played 13 games last year Which cost us as well um, But if he stays fit He's, he's one of the, you know, the, the better halfbacks and playmakers in the game, no doubt
2: Tell you what, he's one of the best hookers in the game too I've got to say, stuff he's done he in origin yeah. has been outstanding outstanding yeah. hey uh, ha, who, who's been the most impressive these new recruits you got and a good list it is Moses Zumbi and Aaron Woods George Burgess Jaden Sewer Frank Milo um who, who's any, any of those standing out or are they all where you thought they'd be yeah
0: they'd, they've all been really good um uh you know myself and Ben Harran the, the general manager here we we did a lot of research on the people we brought in. We wanted to make sure they're the right people for our club going forward. Um, you know, they can obviously play, but um, we want to make sure that our, our club, you know, grows in the right way culturally, and, and they've all been excellent. Um, Moses Surley, who had a big game on the oh, weekend yeah. from, from Manly to centre. Um, you know, they're hard workers. Um, you know, guys like um, Burgess and Woods and... and by that have been around a long time have been really great for the younger guys have been really selfless and giving you their time and and um, in amongst getting themselves ready to play've they've, they've, um, they've enjoyed you know being around that younger crew you mentioned before and and um, you know Sue is a real professional he's a, a you know one of those hard men on the edge um, and uh, I think you know he's um, he's in for a big year as well.
2: Mm, absolutely. You know what's been the, the most refreshing thing for me for the last week or two, and maybe it's happening around the dragons and all the footy team. Are you, are you talking about COVID still, or is that sort of something we're not even concerned about now?
0: No, we're still concerned about it. Um, but you're right. We we actually this afternoon at a staff meeting. We like when we first come back after Christmas. That's all you spoke about, and and that's most squads had probably half their squad infected then, going back from Christmas holidays. So mm. the first week or two was a battle, but everyone except for about two staff members at our club have had it now. And um, so I suppose like the general public, once you've been through it, it you see it as less of a threat. But um, for us now yeah. going into the season, there's there's a little bit of nervousness because obviously if you, if you do get a case, um, and we've got to travel the first round, which... Um, you know, it heightens the risk. If you do get a, a case or two, it's 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 going to affect your your starting side. But we, we've got a great protocol, and the staff that run our protocols. And so far, we've been able to you know get through most of the post Christmas stuff without any um, interruption. So hopefully, that carries on next week. But yeah. it's still it's still in in our view. You know, just because it means loss of players. Um, but certainly, um, I suppose the players are a lot like the public at the moment. It's, it's, you know, not trying to downplay it, but there's it, probably not that um, anxiety about it that there was six months ago. Now that everyone's sort of been vaccinated and had it and got through it. Yep.
3: Hook, I, I love trying to find out who the circuit breakers are in each team, the characters in each club. Now I'm, I'm hearing a rumour. and I want to get him on the show one night. I'm hearing that the Dapto Canary Blake Laurie is a bit of a character. <laughs>
0: yeah he is a bit of a character blocker um yeah you'd want to put a half an hour aside he'll talk your ear off um <laughs> but, uh, he, he's a good young kid he's a good local guy he's just for each time with us um but, but a real character yeah the boys get a laugh out of him and he gives them a laugh as well he's, he's one of those sort of old school props and um uh, he's a real good team man. He'd be a good bloke for you to talk to.
3: Yeah. Now, uh, before we let you go, we're going to try and get the NRL to host the quickest player over 100 metres. Jason Saab would be from Manly. We're thinking Josh Adokar from the Dogs. If the Dragons had to enter a player, who would it be?
0: Um, that's a good question. I'd be out of Sloan or Ramsey. Um, Ramsey's really quick, as you saw on the weekend. Mm. Sloan's one of those guys that Runs as fast as he has to. You know, he, 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 he's, he's a real glider and he's got a lot of gears. He, he looks like he's not moving, but um, he's, as you would have seen, he's just a great athlete to watch. But um, Yeah, I, I, I might throw Sloan in there. He might be
1: a smoky. Nice. I'll put him on the list. Uh, Hook, we appreciate your time tonight on Sports Day. We've got a lot of Dragons listeners who who listen to the show, and we appreciate you uh, keeping us up to date. Good luck. Round one, Sunshine Coast Stadium. It is Saturday, March 12th against the Warriors. Anthony Hook Griffin, thanks for your time on Sports Day.
0: No worries, guys. Any See you.